With the Chicago Bears set to have the largest cap space in the NFL this offseason, it has set a lot of fans to wonder, speculate, and talk about the number of free agents that the Chicago Bears could go after in this free agency. And one of the positions that many fans are looking at as of need is the wide receivers position. But I'm going to talk about today why I think the Bears aren't going to be very active and why the wide receiver free agent class this season leaves a lot to be desired. We're also going to talk and really evaluate uh, Ryan Pohl's rookie class, see how many he hit on versus how many he missed on and what that could tell us for this upcoming draft. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episodes. And the first thing that I want to talk about, we know we're going into into free agency. And in free agency, we're hoping that the Bears are going to address a lot of positions. I've been very vocal on the show over the last month or so, just explaining uh, why I do think that the Bears aren't really going to be very active in going after a big name uh, wide receiver this either in free agency or the trade this offseason. I know, you know, some people agree and, and disagree with me and I completely understand it, right? It's a, it's a lot of merit to it. Um, the thing that I think of and the reason why I always say that the Bears aren't going to really be heavily active in pursuing a wide receiver. I know, like I said yesterday, T. Higgins' name and other players' names to go for trades are, are really you know, have been talked about because Bears fans are hoping and thinking maybe Ryan Poles take advantage and goes after some trades. But really, when I look at Ryan Poles and what I think he's going to do, one of the, the reasons I think that is just thinking that he's going to try to get and and get the most out of the draft as he can, possibly can. And I don't really see him giving up more assets um, for that. Even in the Chase Claypool deal, he gave up a second round pick. But he got one back in another deal. I don't know necessarily if the Bears make that deal if they didn't get that extra second round pick. Back now with the Bears, they could get a lot um for that number one overall pick this season if they do trade it, and maybe that frees up some more draft assets, and maybe they do think about using that to go after somebody um during then. But I really don't think that that they are. I think that this is going to be a season where a lot of money spent on those trenches, as I've talked about before, to really get to evaluate. And you know, some um same news I talked to before, and I keep forgetting his name, and I apologize. Great, smart guy, very intelligent. Um, but you know, he pointed out, he was like, well, how are we going to evaluate Justin Fields as a passer then? And here's my thought to it. You still do have weapons. You got Cole Komet, you got Darnell Mooney, you got, uh, Chase Claypool, hopefully some other players, you know, grow a little bit more. But the thing is, is that you can evaluate a passer without them having to have the out of the world weapons. You, you go and get the weapons that they'll need to fill in some holes that maybe the quarterback needs to fill. But to me, um, with an improved offensive line, what we've already seen from Justin Fields, even in this past season, when he has time as a passer, he passes the ball pretty damn good. So, um, you know, I think that you can do it in that way. And then one of the things that I pointed out is that the free agent class for wide receivers just is not good this year in either the draft or free agency, right? And I really look at next year, both in, in draft and in free agency, there's a higher level of wide receivers that are expected to be available. So that could be the season where you make the move for um, a weapon there. But because of the nature of it and because, like I said, uh, the user who I, I oh, I, for, I forget his name. I'm going to get it before the, before we end this episode so I can give him a shout out. Because, like I say, very well thought out, very well spoken. Um, just, just like you can tell that he understands the game of football. And I always appreciate that. And doing sports podcasts. Some of the things you always notice is some people talk about sports that just really have no concept or grasp on sports, if we're just being honest. His name is Ian or Ethan. 
He brand iron or listen weird name. Uh, but it, it starts with brand. Um, I think it's uh Ian Hankin brand. Ian Hankin brand. Maybe that's what it is. Thank you for putting this on my radar and just giving uh, me wanting to talk about it and just pay the respect to you know what you brought to this channel and, and thank you and keep commenting. But I wanted to look at the free agent wide receiver class so we can really take a look and evaluate it. And I think the clear cut number one, if we're looking at that wide receiver class, is Jacoby Myers, right? Um, when you look at his stats last season, 67 catches, 804 yards, six touchdowns. He's only 26 years old, and he and he played on the Patriots. And he he's come a, a, a very long way in that time. And so I do think he's going to be the top free agent in that class. Um, that's my opinion. There are other ones that could be, but I do think I look at him and say he's probably going to be number one. Next up, Juju, uh, Juju Schuster. Um, now, I know uh, Bobby here hates Juju and what he does on TikTok, but 26 years old, 78 catches, 933 yards for three touchdowns um, last season. Again, not a, a huge wide receiver. Now, he is a weapon, but I really don't look at him and say, hey, it's like he's this huge thing that you need to go out and get. But again, um, had a solid 2022 season. It was the second best uh, year in his career. So, you know, we'll see what that, what that does. Next one. Alan Lazard, a guy I talked about on the show before, 60 catches for 788 yards and six touchdowns last year for the Packers. Um, you know how I feel about cheese heads, but uh, he did become the primary receiver for Aaron Rodgers last season. But listen, he stepped up. And while I don't, I wouldn't mind signing him, are we really looking at him as that much more of a weapon? And to, to kind of drill this home, I think sometimes, and I say this on, on the Bulls channel all the time, we have the tendency as sports fans to either overrate or underrate our own players. And I know last year was a down season, but I don't necessarily look at Alan Lazard as being hugely better an improvement over either Chase Claypool or Darnell Mooney if we improve that offensive line. But again, could be a target out there. The next one up, Darius Slayton. Another guy that we've talked about, 46 catches for 724 yards, two touchdowns. Again, not the earth-shattering type free agent that you that you expect. Paris Campbell, a player that I would love to come to the Chicago Bears. I already talked to you guys with that. McCole Hardman and Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry, Noah Brown. These are really the, kind of the top free agents of that class. And these are people that I have talked about over the course of the offseason as potential targets for the Chicago Bears. But again, these aren't the, 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 the for sure number one wide receivers. They could be added to this wide receiver core, of course. And I think some of those can even be gotten for fairly cheap. But I don't necessarily look at those players as being ones that are like, they're not breaking anything, right? To me, of course, you want to add as much talent as possible. And that's not to say that, that the Bears don't maybe go after one of them to add to the wide receiver core. But when I think about the Bulls making this a, a, a huge deal for a wide receiver, I just don't think that this is the class that that's going to get done at. I could be wrong. You guys can let me know what you think down below. Let me know who are some of your favorite targets. Stop going over their stats because it was just supposed to be a list over the names out there available. We can add Sterling Sharper to that, Matt Collins to that, DeAndre Carter to that. We can add other names to that. That that, But, like, again, I don't think any of them are these huge, big acquisitions that just make or break just evaluating Justin Fields next season, in my opinion. But, like I say all the time, I could be extremely wrong and off on that. And maybe the Bears do sign one of these guys. And they are proven to be a huge weapon that really does help transform the passing game for us. So let me know what you guys think on that. Now, before we go, as we lead to the NFL draft, it, it leads, and I kind of talked about it before, is how well Ryan Poles is drafted. And when you really look at this list, Kyler Gordon, a hit. Jaquan Brisker, a hit. Valius Jones, I, I, I really don't know how to evaluate uh, Valius yet. I really don't, but I guess we'll see. Um, Braxton Jones, a hit. 
Dominique Robinson, uh, I think he's flash enough to maybe be a depth piece, but Kip really can't say he's a hit for sure either. Zachary Thomas, Tristan Ebner, a miss. Like, at least in what he showed, he had an opportunity to step up when, when David Montgomery went down, and they literally gave him an opportunity one game, and he played so bad that you did. Now, again, could be uh, some things with being a rookie. We could see some improvements. We could see him step up. We could see him need to step up, depending on what happens with David Montgomery. But again, Tristan Ebner, at least I have to mark right now as a miss. Doug Kramer at center, can't evaluate. Joe uh, Tyree Carter, he could end up being a hit. I'm not going to call him a miss yet. We're pushing that one. Uh, Trenton Gill, a hit. And then uh, the, the undrafted rookie, Jack Sanborn, definitely a hit. So the faith that I have in, in Ryan Poles right now to be able to draft and make the right decision is at an all-time high. I know I have my personal favorites in Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, as some people do. I've talked about other defensive linemen in the draft. But I think that if, for some reason in this draft, Ryan Poles goes away that maybe we don't expect, maybe we should trust him. Because he did go away that we didn't expect going secondary over wide receiver last season in the draft. Let's see what he turns into and what he does this upcoming draft. Now, on yesterday, I did an emergency episode on the Bears' purchase of the Arlington Park um, property. They get over 200 acres there. They're going to build out an entertainment center, things like that. It's going to take a long time. And, you know, I commend the city of Chicago for really trying to do and, and make some moves to try to a last-ditch effort to get the Bears to stay in Chicago. It does not seem like it's going to happen. It's not doesn't seem like it's on uh, on the, uh, the, the, the come up or anything like that. The Bears are going to move. And I think when we go into a time of change, it's going to be like I'll probably be in my 40s before the Bears actually move to Arlington Park. Now, you have seen some stadiums built in two to three years. So there is that possibility of that, um, that they could very well, once they decide to break ground, is to say, hey, let's get the stadium built and the parking for the stadium. We can build up the entertainment center around that over the over years after that. But it, 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 the inevitable is coming, and that is the Chicago Bears are moving. And while some Bears fans are excited about it, some Bears fans hate the idea of the Bears not being in downtown Chicago. And the way that I feel, like, I feel it is this, as a lifelong Bears fan, I, 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 I like what the team is doing. I like what they have in the, in the property at Arlington Park. I like everything that I've heard as far as what they want that development to be in the entertainment system and everything. And I think that, yes, it's the Chicagoland area, but I think that, that, that it can bode well for that. I think when you look at that, that is an income maker. And I think that that could be a great deal. And outside of the income maker, the Bears deserve a, a new stadium. They have, what, the oldest stadium and one of the smallest per capacities in the NFL. No, the Bears deserve a new stadium. And they gave, the city of Chicago had an opportunity, and I talked about this a little bit, but while some Bears fans are kind of preparing to mourn like the Chicago Bears leaving, to me, it's like, to me, you just gotta, gotta, like, this is better. And I I, I commend for the new area and what the Bears are doing, their commitment. The Bears very well could have looked to build land otherwhere and and move completely, but they didn't do that. Staying in this area for what this this means to the city, I know it's out going to be outside the city, but I think we need to embrace the evolution of the Chicago Bears, and that's an evolution that started with drafting Justin Fields, that was furthered when bringing in Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. It's going to continue to go after hiring Kevin Warren. That's now going to grow with the new uh, site at Arlington Park. It's going to be, but listen, I tell you right now, regardless of when it happens, I'm there opening day. The day that the new stadium opens, I'm going to be there. And I want to be part of that history. And I want to be part of the of just what that means for the Chicago Bears as a franchise stepping into a new direction. That's what I want to be there for. Let me know what you guys think on it down below. But that is it for the daily episode today. Make sure you're following the show at 
Shy Bear Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in everything on Go Bears. Well, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.